G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been enjoying the journey talking about Samson, his strengths and his weaknesses. And Camille, while we reflect on the idea that the flesh might be weak, but the spirit might be willing or strong, there are influences that come from not just within, but also from outside of us. How do we reflect on strength and weaknesses and those influences that are coming on us from other sectors? Neil, we are looking at Samson as a metaphor of great strength and glaring weakness. I want to give an analogy. It's a true analogy. It's about the Holy Land, and it's not just the land bridge between Africa and Eurasia, but it also is central meteorologically. There are two winds that blow in the Holy Land. They intersect over the, the Holy Land. They, one is from the Atlantic Ocean, and it brings cool, moist wind to the land, which is needed because they don't get a lot of rain. But there's another wind that comes and collides over the Holy Land. It's called the east wind, which is spoken of in Scripture as talking about the temporality of material things. It comes from the Arabian Peninsula. It's hot. It's dry. It steals the moisture from the air. It deposits fine dust wherever it goes. So one wind, the north wind, strengthens and refreshes, and the second wind robs, vexes, and destroys. In our society today, There's also two winds blowing. There's the wind of the world, of carnality, of the flesh, and the other wind is, of course, revival from the Holy Spirit. One wind is evil and the other is good. Indeed, it's godly. In fact, the Holy Spirit is God himself. You will become weak or strong depending on which wind you hitch your sails. Think of the analogy of the sailboat. When the sail is down on the mast, that boat doesn't go anywhere. When you hoist the sail on the mast and catch the wind, you can go anywhere. We have to choose which wind we're catching, the east wind that leads to destruction or the north wind that leads to life. So this needs an intentional repositioning of an individual's life to be able to catch the sort of wind that will maneuver towards strength rather than the wind that robs you of life. That's right. We need to flow where the Spirit is going. In fact, Jesus uses wind as one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit. Fire is a symbol. Oil is a symbol. Water is a symbol. These are symbols, and wind is too. The wind blows where it wants. Jesus says in John 3, talking about the new birth. You can hear the sound, but you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. So is everyone born of the Spirit. Remember, wind is invisible, but none of us doubt its existence because we can feel it when it blows, 
And more importantly, we can see its effects on nature, on our surroundings. Having used the wind, just remember, we want to catch the north wind because if you're in the east wind, then Romans 7.18 applies. I know that in my flesh dwells no good thing. And worst of all, Romans 8 and verse 6 applies. It says to be carnally minded is death. Well, we need to avoid this like the plague and welcome the north wind, which is another way of saying welcome Holy Spirit. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.